and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here, the Eric Erickson Show. The phone number, if you want to be a part of the pro- program, is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-7425. Y'all, we, we got we to gotta do something today. We haven't done this in quite a while. I have been urging you to sign up for the Army of Activists for times such as these. I pay for a system, and I I do it out of pocket. I pay for an activist system, and there's a reason I do this. Uh, there, There are a lot of talk shows out there, a lot of activists out there, and they wanna they wanna vent about what's going on in society. They don't actually wanna provide you a way to change it. They wanna keep you stirred up. I, I actually want to empower you to change things. While we have been focused on inflation, on the Chappelle show controversy, on the uh on the reconciliation package, on the infrastructure package, the Democrats have been doing something behind the scenes with some Republicans, and it's about to hit in the Senate. And it is time for you to become an activist. The Democrats, Joe Biden, and some Republicans have decided they want to draft your daughters. They have sneaked a provision into the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA. It will expand the selective service to women and girls. If your daughter wants to go to college, she will have to apply to the selective service to be drafted. They are doing this in the name of equality, you should know. They say if boys can be drafted, girls should be drafted, but aren't there some things that our sons should do that we don't make our daughters do? Should there not be a distinction between our sons and daughters? If you think your your son and your daughter are exactly equal in every way, uh, you are doing something wrong as a parent, frankly. Our kids are not the same, and our daughters should not have to fight wars if they don't want to. There should be a Meaningful distinction between men and women. And don't give me the will the Israelis do it. We're not the Israelis, are we? We're the Americans. And the Americans have never made our daughters be drafted for Vietnam or for anything else. And now Joe Biden has destabilized the world. He's emboldened the Taliban. He's emboldened Al-Qaeda. And now he's saying, we're going to go defend Taiwan if China does anything. And a lot of these legislators, when you talk to them behind the scenes, they say, well, I mean, we're never going to do a draft again, so it doesn't really matter. Never say never. They said Trump would never be president. I am opposed. I am very much opposed to expanding the draft to our daughters. It is a moral issue. It is a cultural issue. It is a character issue. It is a a big issue. I don't think that your daughter or mine should be drafted by the United States to go fight a war that Joe Biden gets us into through his incompetence. 
I do not think our daughter should have to uh, to apply for the selective service to go to college. And if you agree with me, I want your senator to know about it. Because here's the thing, most of the senators up there, they, they don't think you care. Most of them think that, that it's kind of like critical race theory in schools. They think, ah, oh, nobody really cares about this issue. It's not going to fire anyone up. It's fired me up. I want it to fire you up. I want you to take action. It is time to become an activist. It is time to take matters into your own hands. It is time to call your senators wherever you may be. And here's what I want you to do. If you text my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, text my name, Eric, to 33777, you will get back a link. That link will contain a phone number. From your cell phone, you can click that number and you will be connected to my voice. And I will explain to you what you have to do, what you need to say, and I will connect you to the right office. It's a very cool piece of technology we rarely deploy. And here we're doing it. Text the word Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. You will get a link back with the phone number. From your cell phone, from the text message block, you can click that 877 number. And you'll hear my voice. Don't be alarmed. You'll hear me. And I will tell you, you're calling your senator to stop the draft provision for our daughters in the NDAA. Please put your zip code in. And you will put your zip code in. And the handy system I use will determine, ah, you live in Ohio. Let me connect you to your Ohio senators. Or, ah, you live in Georgia. Let me connect you to your Georgia senators. Or, ha, ha. You live in New York. Let me connect you to your senators. It's an amazing piece of technology. All you do, put in those five digits of your of your zip code, and I'll connect you to the right senator. And you just say, hi, I'm a constituent. I understand the NDAA is coming up for a vote, and I oppose the provision in it that would apply the Selective Service Draft to our daughters. And I would encourage you, please, to take that out as a constituent. You make sure they know you're a constituent. You're not calling from out of state. You, if you're in Texas, you're not going to call Oklahoma's senator. You're going to call your senator, and you're going to say, you oppose this. There are Republicans in the United States Senate who support this. There are Republicans in the House of Representatives that voted to put it in. Kevin McCarthy, the ranking Republican in the House, did not stop it and did not rally Republicans against it. They decided to let it slide in the name of equality, in the name of letting our daughters fight Joe Biden's wars. This is a bad idea for a variety of reasons. And, you know, fundamentally, one of the worst ideas about it is the idea that, well, it's never going to happen. So don't worry about it. It's never going to happen. How often have you heard people say it's never going to happen? How often have you heard people say it's no big deal? Don't worry about it. This is it's good for us publicly. It's good. We should do it because it's it's good. But don't worry, it's never actually going to happen. Donald Trump's never going to get elected. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hillary Clinton can't be stopped. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. Don't don't worry. 
We can make your daughter sign up for the draft, but don't we're never going to have a draft in this country again. No. This is the worst way to set policy. This is the worst way to set policy. So again, I encourage you right now, let your voice be heard in Congress. Don't say I don't do anything nice for you. I am empowering you to fight back in a real and meaningful way. Text the word ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Text it to 33777. My voice is standing by to guide you to your senators so that you can be an activist, so that you can tell them this is a bad idea, so that you can tell them you don't think your daughter should be drafted to fight Joe Biden's wars or anyone else's wars. Text ERIC to 33. 777. The Democrats just can't help themselves on this stuff. They're, they're, they're dealing with digging of holes. What is the first rule of digging holes, friends? What is the first rule of digging holes? Well, as multiple people have told me over the years, the first rule of digging holes is to stop digging once you're down in one. And the Democrats can't help but keep digging holes. They want to draft your daughters into war. Now they want to tax your unrealized capital gains, your your imaginary money. In fact, a buddy of mine texted me this morning and had a great point. You buy a lottery ticket today, the lottery, I think one of them, the Powerball, is at $100 million, so you buy your lottery ticket today. Do you get taxed on the unrealized capital gains? Because you bought the ticket for $2, and the lottery's at $100 million, uh, so do you get taxed? You're unre- you've got unrealized capital gains there. Now, you don't win it, and you've got to pay the money. That, that, now, that that's the flippant way to look at it, but it is. It's imaginary money. You've got a house worth $100,000 or, or you bought it for $100,000. It's grown in value to $500,000. So you got $400,000 in equity. They're going to tax your equity. Here's the interesting thing. They have admitted overnight. They expect this to be unconstitutional. They expect it to be unconstitutional. But they're proceeding because they got to have the numbers work out for reconciliation. Remember, to pass the Senate without a filibuster under reconciliation, you've got to show that there's no impact to the national debt. So you throw in a, a tax on unrealized capital gains that gets you, I think Nancy Pelosi said they estimated at 250 to $300 billion. So they get you slightly less than a, um, it gets you slightly less then a third of the way through. And what happens? Well, you find other tax increases to pay for all this stuff. And then, and then, the courts rule that unconstitutional. Well, all, is, all, all you've got is you got to pass it through reconciliation. It doesn't matter on the other side that it's declared unconstitutional. The paper math has to work to get it through the Senate. So you throw something in that's obviously unconstitutional. You can't tax people on money they don't have. That's like American Revolution 101. You can't tax people on money they don't have. The courts will throw it out. 
but it makes the math work for the Senate to get through reconciliation. That's why they want it. They don't really care that it's unconstitutional. They're digging their holes. By the way, uh, multiple people are telling me uh, that they can't get through. They put in their zip code. It looks like so many people have called at one time that the database has crashed. I will work on that. That's that's problematic. I will work on that. Too many of you called at one time. It looks like there are about 580 people. Yeah, 592 people right now on the phone. It has caused the data. I will work on that. I will, I will call my team. And we will get this working. Y'all keep trying, though. Keep that number handy. Keep texting Eric to 33777. I'll make sure that it works. But in the meantime, the Democrats' hole keeps getting deeper. You know what they've decided to do now that inflation is on the rise? The New York Times says inflation is about to skyrocket even further. You know what they're doing now? They've decided the big issue of the day with the fierce urgency of now is we need non-binary, non-gendered passports. That's the ticket. Hi there, it is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-7425. Stand by, folks, on the Action Center. We, We got the tech people working on it. So many people engaged at one time that it caused the thing to collapse. That's all right. We will get there. Y'all, this is somewhat ridiculous, but this is the the big things that the Biden administration is working on. You will recall that when we were trying to get out of Afghanistan, the U.S. Embassy under the Biden administration thought hoisting the rainbow flag in a picture on their Twitter account. They didn't actually do it on top of the embassy. No, 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 no. They weren't man enough to do that. They weren't brave enough to do that. Nope, they just sent out a picture of the rainbow flag. That was the, that was their big thing. And then while we have Americans left behind in Afghanistan, they focus on International Pro-Down Day at the State Department. That's their big thing. Well, now there's this. The Biden administration has decided uh, to update its policies regarding gender markers on U.S passports to better serve citizens. The Secretary of State has announced the department will add an X gender marker for non-binary intersex and gender non-conforming persons. The department has issued the first U.S. passport with an X gender marker. We look forward to offering this option to all routine passport applicants once we complete the required system and form updates in early 2022. Oh, and look, they've added a new letter now. It's now LGBTQI plus persons. My goodness. We keep, I, I mean, we, we might as well just, just totally refer to them as the alphabet gang. Did you know, by the way, I, I, I forgot to mention this yesterday. Dave Chappelle, in his response, uh, he's in trouble again for his response because he did not say LGBTQ plus. He said LBGTQ+. He got the letters out of order, and they're attacking him for that. I personally, I I have long suggested that as a branding issue, it should be BLT and G, because who doesn't love a BLT? It it seems like it makes sense, but the L's don't want to ever be behind the B's. They got to be first. The G's really don't care. I mean, they like a BLT as well. 
I just say it, it, it just as a branding thing, I thought it was a genius idea. Nobody took me up on it, though. And now Chappelle got the B and the G reversed. And it's like a hate crime. But that's OK. While we have 400 plus Americans stuck behind enemy lines in Afghanistan still, you can get a gender non-conforming passport by the American State Department because they have truly nothing better to do with their time than deal with stuff like this. I mean, don't tell me, well, they can multitask because they clearly can't multitask. And things are going from bad to worse uh, in Afghanistan. Testimony before the United States uh, Congress. Listen to this Defense Department official. In terms of how many American citizens we estimate are currently in Afghanistan, uh, the Department of State uh, is in contact with 196 American citizens who are ready to depart and arrangements are being made for them to do so uh, either uh, via air or over ground. And another 243 American citizens are, have been contacted and are not ready to depart either because they oh, want to okay. stay in well, Afghanistan or aren't ready. No. Those are the current the question- Over 400 Americans. And now the Undersecretary of Defense says this. Secretary called. did I hear you say that Al-Qaeda and ISIS-K are developing the capability to attack the U.S. within two years? I said was that the current intelligence community's assessment is that ISIS-K could potentially develop a capability within six to 12 months and that Al-Qaeda could potentially develop that capability within one to two years, but it's precisely that threat that we need to remain vigilant and disrupt. How do we determine whether they have the intention or the will to attack once they have the capability to do so? Well, I think we are actually fairly certain that they have the intention to do so. Uh, And I I think the committee had the opportunity to hear from the intelligence community in a classified setting uh, not too long ago, and we can follow up in the closed session. But we have considerable evidence that they have the intent. The question at the moment is the capability. They have the intent. They have the intent. They just, we just don't know if they have the capability. Guess what they have now? Our weaponry, our hardware, and an entire country with a military air base from which they can plot because of Joe Biden. I can't emphasize enough that Joe Biden's polling began to nosedive with the withdrawal of Afghanistan, and it's just going to keep getting worse. This is a disaster, but hey, at least you've got non-gender passports now from the State Department, the really big thing that matters. Well, I, I have to apologize publicly to Luke Jackson. I, I, I tweeted last night that when, when he got up to the mound, I was pretty sure the Astros were going to win it because every single Braves game I've gone to when Luke Jackson comes out, the Braves go from being ahead to losing. Just every, every with the exception, no, 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 the first NCLS game, I went to, they won, but the, I, I tell you, I took my dad back in August and at the end of the, end of the game, they make this big spectacle. The lights go out, the cell phone lights come on and they play the montage video, bringing him out. We were ahead four to one against the nationals, lost the game in the ninth inning, <sighs> but congratulations to the Braves last night. All of America roots for you against the Astros. Even the Texas, I got to, just as an aside, and by the way, welcome. It is Eric Erickson. You can call in 877-973-7425. 
I just I gotta admire the the people from Texas who showed up at the game last night. A lot of them in their Sunday finest. I I was actually stunned by how I mean it was like they were coming out to a big deal, and and somebody thought I was insulting them. I really wasn't. I was impressed with. I mean, there are obviously a lot of people there in their shorts and t-shirts, but there were some men and women there in their Sunday finest coming to the celebration, watching the Braves curb stomp their team. <laughs> All right, there's another game. We'll see. I'm going to the phones. Troy, you're going to be up first. Welcome. Hi. Good afternoon, Eric. How are you? Great. How are you? Fine, thank you. Hey, listen, as a father of daughters, I appreciate you bringing the uh, the draft issue up. That's something that's bothered me for a long time. So uh, I did go through your activist program, and I live here in Florida, so it put me right through to uh, Senator Rick Scott's office. And what I found interesting was the clerk I was speaking with, when I told him why I was calling, he said, oh, no, 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 this provision allows women the option to sign up for the draft. And I said, well, that's that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Why would somebody sign up to be uh, you right. know, compelled to do something? I said, right now, women can, can join the, the service if they want. They have no issues with that whatsoever. But this is, this is uh, going too far. So... They're, they're, wow, that that's some spin too. I, yeah. I mean, they got yeah, as you said, they yeah. got the option to sign up now if they want. So, so why put them in the selective yeah. service? Exactly. Nobody is going to sign up for the option to be compelled to do something. That's crazy. Come on. Yeah, it is. Well, listen. Thank, thank anyway, you for I taking action. You know that, uh, yeah, yeah. I, but I wanted to let you know that I appreciate it and uh, listen to you down here in Florida and uh, keep up the good work, man. Thank you so much, Troy. I appreciate it. And, and I'm glad the system worked for you. And and folks, keep trying that number. Um, there are people getting uh, errors. Some people are getting through. There's so many people calling right now. For those of you just tuning in and don't know what it is, the Senate is voting on, on changing the National Defense Authorization Act to require our daughters sign up for the Selective Service. And as you heard Troy say, Senator Scott in Florida say, well, no, we're, they just they got the option. We're, we're going to give them the, we're not going to make them. We're going to give them the option. Really? Really? They got the option now to sign up for the service. So why add the selective service? Unless you're going to introduce a plot twist later. The, the whole thing is, is just asinine. It really is. And this is what we're dealing with. You got a Republican, Senator Scott, the, the head of the national senatorial, uh, national Republican senatorial campaign committee, the NRSC. Telling people, ah, no, really, it's 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 we're just giving them the option. That's all, the option, right? I want to get back to the Democrats digging holes because this is this is frustrating. I'm very aggravated. The Democrats are. I have decided have hit on settled on their strategy for 2022 and their strategy is mitigation of damage. I, I, I don't think there's any other way to look at this issue than that. This is all about mitigating the damage of what's happening out there because they know that bad things are coming. People are going to blame them. So they've got to give progressives as much of an incentive as possible to engage. 
The New York Times has out a report. Here's the headline and the subheadline. Headline, rising prices once seen as temporary threaten Biden's agenda. Here's the subtitle. Supply chain disruptions, a worker shortage, and pain at the gasoline pump have made inflation an economic and political problem for the White House. This is Jim Tankersley. The New York Times, at least once a week, a team of President Biden's top advisors meet on Zoom to address the nation's supply chain crisis. They discuss ways to relieve backlogs at America's ports, ramp up semiconductor production for struggling automakers, and swell the ranks of truck drivers. The conversations are aimed at one goal, taming accelerating price increases that are hurting the economic recovery, unsettling American consumers, and denting Mr. Biden's popularity. An inflation surge is presenting a fresh challenge for Mr. Biden, who for months insisted that rising prices were a temporary hangover from the pandemic recession and would quickly recede. Instead, the president and his aides are now bracing for high inflation to persist in the next year, with Americans continuing to see faster and sustained increases in prices for food, gasoline, and other consumer goods than at any point this century. What is hyperinflation? Get ready for that. Hyperinflation is when prices aren't going up 3%, 2%, 5%. Prices are going up 15, 20, 25%, 30%. And there are whispers that in some areas we could be seeing hyperinflation soon. Yeah. They don't like to talk about it. And, you know, I don't know that the data is there, but you're starting to hear some economists talk about it. But what you're also hearing them talk about is stagflation. You get a recession and you get higher prices. You know, normally in a depression, the reason they call it a depression is the prices fall. The prices fall. A depression and a recession aren't really the same thing. In a recession, There's an economic slowdown. It's two quarters of negative growth. A depression is not just negative growth, but a massive collapse in prices. And even so doing, you can't fix things. Things don't improve. We're not in depression territory, thank God. We're in inflationary territory. But if prices go up so much and they become unsustainable and they do collapse, then you're in depression territory. Right now, we're probably in recession territory. In fact, a lot of people think we probably are already or about to be in a recession. And this won't help when inflation causes the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates. Every time the Federal Reserve raises interest rates within a year, there is a recession. So all of this looms for Joe Biden, not just for Joe Biden, but for Kamala Harris too, because Kamala Harris is going to be the Democrats nominee in 2024, unless Stacey Abrams runs. Joe Biden is not going to run in 2024. Joe Biden is running out of gas quickly. I don't know if y'all saw the clip of him last night in Virginia. Biden is running out of gas. And it's really obvious Biden is running out of gas. He's tripping over his words more. He's slurring on stage more. He's coming across as old more. 
he's not going to run. And in not running, he's also going to open a big feud within the Democratic Party. And Kamala Harris is trying to place herself in as the standard bearer. The Biden administration is calling it the Biden-Harris administration. And what do they have Kamala Harris doing? Releasing a gender equity plan that would get rid of cash bail, something that has been directly linked to the crime wave. And she owns it. And then you got Biden out there on the campaign trail talking about uh, pulling the race card on Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. And keep in mind, they can't get him south to Arlington, Virginia. They can't get him. There, there was a story yesterday. It just just let, let me go off on this tangent real quick so you understand. The media has hit on a new talking point. Terry McAuliffe can get Barack Obama. Terry McAuliffe can get Kamala Harris. Terry McAuliffe can get Joe Biden. Who does Glenn Youngkin get? Nobody. Only Glenn Youngkin. No Republicans. He can't get any Republicans to come campaign for him. He doesn't want Trump. He doesn't want Pence. He doesn't want any of these people. He's got no surrogates. I would tell you it doesn't matter. They can't get Joe Biden south of Arlington, Virginia, or it hurts Terry McAuliffe. Also, Terry McAuliffe can't sell himself. Glenn Youngkin can sell himself. Terry McAuliffe's got to get other people to come sell him. That's a pretty damning sign a week before the election that, it, listen, it's one thing to have surrogates go off and say, listen, listen, candidate, you go here and I'll go over here. That's not what McAuliffe is doing. McAuliffe is going to the rally with the big name. Youngkin's crisscrossing the state himself. McAuliffe's going with the big names and have the big names try to sell him. That's not a good sign. That's not an effective use of surrogates. And then you got Biden on stage. How well do you know Terry's opponent? Well, just remember this. I ran against Donald Trump. And Terry is running against an acolyte of Donald Trump. Terry's opponent doesn't like to talk about how very much now, but to win the Republican nomination, he embraced Donald Trump. <laughs> He started his campaign by saying that the number one issue in the race was his call the election, he called for election integrity. Now this guy starts and he's calling for election integrity. Now, why did he do that? Because he wanted to hear Donald Trump? It was a price he'd have to pay for the nomination. And he paid it. But now he doesn't want to talk about Trump anymore. Yeah, trying to tie him to Trump. This is the frustration for the Democrats. Their whole campaign, their entire campaign is on trying to tie Glenn Youngkin to Donald Trump. And you can get the frustration that it's not working. I mean, they're down to calling Glenn Youngkin a racist. You know, the remarkable thing is they called Mitt Romney a racist. They called John McCain a racist. They called George W. Bush a racist. They called Donald Trump a racist. They're calling Glenn Young a racist and young black men are starting to vote for the GOP. I assure you it's not because the GOP is racist. But it's all the Democrats know and this is their fatal flaw at this point. They they really don't foresee a path to getting moderates and independents next year. That's what all this is about. And listen, you can say, I, I'm, a, I'm a partisan, I'm a Republican, I'm a conservative. This is, I have run campaigns, y'all. 
I have run campaigns for federal office. I have run campaigns for statewide office. I have run congressional campaigns. When you're at the end and you're trying to tie Glenn Youngkin to Donald Trump and you're not trying to sell Terry McAuliffe on his own merits, this is a campaign that is losing. In Virginia, they should still win. But this is their path forward in America, and it's not going to work. Listen to this from John King on CNN. So how much of an impact? Uh, this is the here and now. Well, let's, let's talk about the here and now, and we'll see if we can change it. This is the president's approval rating right now. This is an average. Our polar polls takes mm-hmm. the most recent polls and averages them together. The president's approval rating is down to 44%. His disapproval is at 50%. Right. If a year from now the president's numbers mm-hmm. are like that, mm-hmm. goodbye House, goodbye Senate, goodbye a lot of governor's races. Uh, Is that enough to sink Terry McAuliffe right there, the president's approval rating alone? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think so, because at the end of the day, Virginia is still a blue state. And the dynamics, for example, the shift of suburban voters over the last four years to the Democratic Party, there's no evidence that has changed. If anything, whether it's the Texas abortion law, the big lie, anti-vax sentiment, if anything, suburban voters are even more Democratic. So I think the combination of suburban voters, minority voters in Virginia keeps that state blue. So I think that you have to look, you know, geography is everything, right? So the approval ratings are not dispositive when it comes to different parts of the country. Right. Before we came on the air, you were saying that you yourself are a little nervous right now, sure. uh, but you, you, know, you hope this time to change. So yeah. here's one thing. The president's trying to get his giant agenda passed. There are a lot of things mm-hmm. in there that are not only popular with Democrats, mm-hmm. but a lot of things in there that are popular uh, with voters across the spectrum. But we asked in our poll last month, what do you think? The Biden agenda passing makes your family. Only half of Democrats say better off. Mm-hmm. 45%. Of Democrats say the same. Mm-hmm. What has happened? Where is the failed messaging or communications if among your friends, people who are inclined to support the president right. and the party, nearly half, 45 yeah. percent say, we'll make a difference. Yeah. I mean, there is clearly a failure of messaging about this package. That being said, part of the challenge is we don't know what's going to be in it yet. So, for example, let's say you lean into some particular provision and that gets cut out. That's already happening. Right. So I think that that is obviously um you know, problematic Democrats to some extent are driving that, you know, Senator Manchin, Senator Cinema. So it's not like it's necessarily Republicans making it difficult to message on the package. But when you don't know what's going to be in it, very difficult to explain to people it's going to affect their lives directly. <laughs> All these things are really popular with people. But nobody knows what's in it, really, and the details of them as well. Oh, well, uh, let me tell you guys, this fight, it's going to come. And you want to do business with those who are on your side of the aisle and on the fight, and that's Patriot Mobile. Patriots need to use Patriot Mobile because they're Christian and conservative. They're a good cell phone company. they got great coverage. You can go see it on their website if you want to, patriotmobile.com. they got a coverage map. Check for your area. They use the same towers the other companies use. They can give you 5G. They can give you data. They can give you voice, and they can give you great discounts if you're a veteran, first responder, NRA member, large family with multiple lines. And you get free activation with my name. You can call their 100% U.S.-based customer service at 972-PATRIOT, or you can go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K today. Do business with a company that wants your business, that shares your values. Do business with Patriot Mobile, patriotmobile.com slash Eric. Welcome. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Let's go to the phone. Saeed, waiting patiently. You're going to be up next. Welcome. Hello. Hi there. Yes, Eric, first time caller. Well, welcome. Yes, my point is I have a, I'm from Iran, originally coming from Iran, and I know all the refugees that leave Iran, most of them, they go to Turkey. And as soon as they get to the Turkey border, they have to report themselves to UN. 
And United Nations, from that point on, it takes them a year or two to place them in other countries. How come these refugees coming from five countries, going through different countries to get to United States border to walk in? <laughs> That's a great Why question. Why the UN is not doing their job? Uh, because the UN doesn't care. Uh, the UN Refugee Service is underfunded, understaffed, and has been assigned uh, by the Security Council to certain parts of the world. The Security Council has never actually authorized or or had the UN show up in these areas. Uh, and in large part, by the way, you should note, that's an issue with the United States. The United States has never called for it uh, under both Republican and Democratic administrations. Now, to also be fair, we've never seen the numbers that we're seeing now. We've never seen those numbers before. So that has something to do with it as well. But that's a great point. Uh, now, let, let me ask you a question because I'm, I'm curious. I've grown up in the Middle East. Uh, so did your family left Iran and you, you did go through Turkey? I didn't, but my friends did. And uh, okay. some of them, they're three years. They're in Turkey waiting for the placement. And usually they go to Australia or Canada or United States. They're the major three countries right. that they accept refugees. Right. Well, well I'm, these people I'm, walking through five countries to get here, isn't it? Like every country. It's, one, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy journey. And yeah, you're right. Um, we sh- The UN should be involved and we should at least keep them uh, south of the border until the process. I got to let you go there because I've only got about 20 seconds left, but thank you. Th- one, thanks for being here. Two, thanks for being a listener. And three, thanks for calling in. Um, man, y'all, uh, uh, people from Iran are some of my favorite people. Um, genuinely, I grew up, one of my best friends was from Iran. Wonderful people. What an awful government in charge of the people there now. I'm glad that people can get out. And you thought these last two years were crazy. Welcome to 2022. It's coming up and nothing makes sense still, especially in business. If you're a small business owner, good luck getting financing from a big bank right now. I can offer you a fantastic solution. If you're looking for $750,000 or more in financing for your business, First Liberty Building and Loan. Let's say you want to buy a new building or you want to refi existing debt or you want to buy a company. Basically, you see opportunity for your business to grow, but you've hit a wall with the mega banks getting financing. That's where First Liberty Building and Loan and my friends, the Frost family, come in. They solve small business financing problems better than anyone I've ever seen. They say yes, where big banks say no. It's that simple. Look, just do this. Spend 10 minutes with them. Call them, First Liberty Building and Loan, say Eric sent you. In 10 minutes, you'll know if you're a good fit for their program. Go to firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. They help small businesses nationwide in all 50 states. Firstlibertyga.com.